pressure only presses you to propel you. It propels you to a new level, to a new dimension, to a new place. So I can't, uh, I can't shy away from that pressure. I gotta embrace it. I gotta be thankful for it because that's the thing that's gonna catapult me to the next level. You know, anything, you talk about a slingshot, you gotta pull back for that thing to go forward. So that pressure builds up don't mean that I'm not going or I'm not going to a new level or going to a place that God wants me. It means that that's the thing that's gonna catapult me there. Like that's the thing that's gonna project me to that place. And so if I don't wanna stay in the same place, like I know as a believer, you gotta be tired of going through the mundane situations of life. And you gotta be tired of going through the rigmarole, like the routine. Uh, I, Cause he didn't live us to live a routine life. Like he didn't live us to, uh, he didn't create us to live a mundane life. Like he created us to function just like Jesus. So like Jesus, like there was never a dull day in the life of Jesus. And so there should be no dull days in your life. Like how you go from one day being hungry, seeing the fig tree, don't got no figs, curse that fig tree, next day it's dead. Why you been talking to that thing for so long and it ain't did nothing yet? It's still there like I'm still here. Because my voice is supposed to shake the earth. Mike, that's why, let's go, to, let's go to Mark 11 real quick. God, dog, this ain't, uh, I don't want to go here, but I, we got to go here. Mark 11. Mark 11. Because this is right after that fig tree, right? Let's go to verse uh, 22. Let's go to verse 20. And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots, and Peter called into remembrance, saying unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. Have faith that the Father is forever present with you. Because if you stay in his presence, you are supposed to be able to speak to things, and those things obey you. When you start speaking on your own without the uh, presence of him, then you start operating separately from him. And so now you can see why you can talk to something and it still be there or talk back to you. Like that fig, he, Jesus took the voice from that fig tree. You got to take the voice from situations in your life. That thing shouldn't, ought to be, it shouldn't be talking back to you so much. You talk to it and it starts talking to you and you start spitting back facts to you and you start believing the facts that they're telling you instead of the truth that you're speaking. And so your voice is supposed to shake the earth. And so verse 23, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, shall not, shall not doubt in his mind, in his soul, in his imagination, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. And so now I see that because uh, we talk about prayer, and, we, and prayer is, in essence, introspective. Like, it's an inside look at who I am. When I'm praying, I'm praying on the inside. Like, I'm looking, unto the, I'm looking on the inside. So my prayer, I got to stop. Um, like, we as believers, we got to stop praying, uh, looking for answers. Because Jesus said, you're supposed to be able to speak. Say this mountain. Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. 
he shall have whatsoever he says. So I have the authority to speak to a thing and to cast it out of my life by my words. And so now my prayer can't be about me uh, in a begging position or me uh, asking God for an answer for this. It ought to be me speaking a thing and arriving at that answer the moment that I prayed it. Like we gotta stop trying to wait on the answer and manifest the answer in that present moment. Cause it, it's, it's, it's real easy, it's real, uh, it's real uh, no, no bearing on you, no responsibility on you, for you to go ahead and you to pray something uh, and ask for the Father to take it away and then if it's not taken away, then it's on Him. Like it's real easy. Like if we look at Christian life, like it's real easy. And we see how we be stuck in a place because we are in a position to where we want God to do it for us. And so now he said, no, I give you power. Like, your words carry power. The same way I speak, you're supposed to speak. If my words can't return to me, boy, your words are supposed to be the exact same way. And so I have to know in my heart, in my mind, in my soul that when I say a thing, that's a done deal. Instead of, all right, God, I need you to do this for me, and then I'm going to just wait on you to do it. And so now I put it off into your hands, and then I just sit by idly waiting for you to do it for me. When I've been given that power to handle that thing myself. Because if he's always present all the time, everywhere, then that means he with you, with you, with you, with you, with you, with you, no matter where you at. So we could all be victorious at the exact same time in different places in the earth. And so now, the reason that, there's no reason for you to carry him if he wanted to do it all for you. Like, why would I give you me if I just wanted to do it myself? I want to do it through you. So you got to know what you packing. Like, you got to know what you carrying. You can't uh, think that uh, I just have to sit, because you know, in, 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 in tradition, we've been, we've been taught to wait. We've been taught to, uh, to patiently wait on the Lord. We've been taught to uh, sit by, wait for the sweet by and bys. But how many people know today? Progress is going to start today. Because a lot of us have been holding up progress. Hold on, hold on, let me stop, let me stop that. All of us have been holding up progress. Because somebody gonna sit there, yeah, not me. No, you the main one. Because you the one that think you ain't and you is. Holding up progress. But we fool ourselves or deceive ourselves to think that we operating in something but the only proof of, op uh, uh, of operation is manifestation. I don't care how good you say your phone is. If it cannot make a call, it don't do me no good. If I can't text nobody, it don't do me no good. And so the operation of it gotta have some production value. And so let's, let's, go. let's go to Romans. Romans, Romans, Romans. Because we get so infatuated by uh, technology and stuff. We be like, ooh, when the next iPhone come out? When a new iPad come out? Droid better than iPhones. Droids have their place in the lake of fire. If you got a droid in your pocket or in your hand, just know that you're holding something that's got a place in the lake of fire. Now, nah, I'm I'm 
Because you got to know that don't none of it got nothing on you. The iPhone, the, the Droid, the, the Google Pixel, don't none of them got nothing on you. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Say the iPhone ain't got nothing on me. You got to believe that. You got to know that. You got to know that the person that created the iPhone was created by the creator. So it, it, it falls under a different category than you do. You are above a thing that was created by the creator. You was created by the creator. So I don't care what the iPhone could do. It ain't got nothing on you. And so you ought to feel disrespected if you feel like the iPhone could do something that you can't do. If you feel like the iPhone better than you, you need to slap yourself. Because that means that you don't really understand the power that you possess. Because you've been living at a, you've been living at a means lower than God has meant for you to live at. And sometimes we settle at that level because you know, it just, it just seemed, you know, it seemed all right. Like it seemed okay to be here. Like it seemed okay to just, because everybody else doing it. If everybody else doing it, I don't want to be doing it. I remember when everybody was doing the little, the little old face things, I was like, I will not do it. Because I am not going to be subject to a trend that takes place in this world. Because I, I don't want to just be lumped into the crowd. And I'm not one of the people, too, that just be wanting to stand out just to be different. No, I just already am. You don't have to try to do nothing else to, to be different. You already are different. God already created you, you. Ida, you ain't nothing like Connie. You ain't nothing like Keonta. Keonta, you ain't nothing like Shonda. You, you. And so you don't have to try to do something extra to make you, you. You just simply be. And you simply are better than anything that's been created. Your soul got to know that. Like the, the, the same way you know who saved you, you got to know that you better than everything else in this world. I got, you got to be locked into that. So now can't nobody else devalue the value that you got on you. That's why, that's why we live in this diamond life. You the type of diamond that you, are, you actually a blood diamond. Because you was paid for by his blood. And so that's the only price that could be put on you so nobody else can't put a, a sales tag on you and say you less than this or less than that. I try to downgrade you. You upgrade them. Let's turn, come on, let's turn. My time running. Romans 8, shucks. Romans 8, uh, verse 18. For I reckon that sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So there are some things that the father wants to reveal in his children. So you got to be available for him to reveal it in you. He don't want to reveal it in nobody else. He want to reveal it in his children. And so I got to understand my position as a child to be able to let the father reveal himself in me. That's what Jesus came here to do, remember? He came to reveal the Father. 
So if the father wants to reveal, then it's going to take sons and daughters for that revelation to take place. Remember epiphany, right? Epiphany means the manifestation of Christ. The character of Jesus has to be manifested in you. Keep reading. For the creature, no, verse 19, for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. So a lot of progress has been held up by our lack of manifestation. Just own up to it. Say, 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 I've, say I've held up some progress. Let's all say it. I've held up the progress. If you ain't opening your mouth, you the main one. If you sit next to somebody and open their mouth, just pinch them. I've held up the progress. And say, I'm not going to hold up the progress no more. Because I am a manifester. And hold up, because we talked about it, because we got to understand we'll be manifesting. Because we're supposed to be manifesting a specific thing, not just any old everything. Because anybody could just manifest any old everything. You're supposed to be manifesting the kingdom of God. And so now I say, I am a manifester of the kingdom of God. That's a different ball game. That's a different manifestation. That's why Jesus, they was like, you know, low here, low there. Where's the kingdom? Because the kingdom don't come with observation. So a lot of the time, we've been proclaiming the kingdom, and we've been doing this, but we ain't been having no manifestation to show for the kingdom that we're supposed to be. We get up every Sunday proclaiming the kingdom. The kingdom of God is within me. Where's your manifestation? If you got something in you that ain't coming out of you, and it might as well not be in you. Gotta go a little graphic. Just think about what you eat. What goes in you? Otherwise, it's gonna do damage to your insides. That's why they say you gotta let, let that pass. You gotta let that gas pass. Because if it backs up into your body, it's gonna do damage to your insides. So I don't, it don't matter who around you say, yo, this ain't polite. This gotta come out of me. You try to hold on to it, you try to, trying to be polite, uh -uh, I don't wanna let this one out. I can tell this one gonna be a bad one. And so now, Look at your Christ life. You can't be scared to let that thing out of you. Worried about who it might bother, what, what feathers it might ruffle, like who might look at you a different kind of way or think you're doing too much because you letting that thing out of you. I don't care how you feel or how this might offend you, 
But this kingdom that's in me, I gotta let it out of me. Because if not, I'ma hold up the progress. Because when I eat something, there's a biological process that's supposed to take place. It's supposed to funnel down and go through my intestines, go through my system, and then come out. But if I keep it in, I'm holding back the progress of that process. So say, I ain't holding back the kingdom no more. I'ma let it air out. Be seated. You better let it air out. You gotta break fast. So your life is gonna have two words connected to it. Expansion and explosion. Say, my life is about to. No, 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 no. Say, my life is expanding and exploding. So we got, we got to fix our language and stop talking about this about to be stuff. Right now, we talking is. Now, I am, right now. My life is expanding right now. Because if not, my mind, I'm just like, yeah, I'm about to. And so now I'm just putting it off as it's going to happen sometime in the future. No, no, no. I'm putting that pressure on myself right now to manifest the kingdom that's on the inside of me. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't no reason for you to want to be in a family if you're not going to do family things. That's why Jesus said, didn't you know that I must be about my father's business? My father's business is manifesting the kingdom. That kingdom come, that will be done in earth. Before it ever happens around here, it gotta happen in here. But I can't keep what's happening in here, in here, I gotta let it out. Because there are people whose lives are dependent on your manifestation. Some people ain't gonna make it unless you manifest. So you can't be sitting up there comfortable being in the comfortable bubble that you're in. Like, you gotta be uncomfortable not manifesting. Like, you shouldn't go two days not manifesting and think everything all right. You shouldn't be like, oh yeah, it's just another day. I'm just gonna keep going and keep, no. I have to manifest the kingdom on the outside. Otherwise, I'm lying about what I possess. Otherwise, I'm just up in here putting on the front about who I really am. And so we up here talking and dancing and clapping and spitting and hugging and all that. But if you're not really about that life, if you're not ready to manifest the kingdom that you say you got, anybody's anybody put it on you, you said it's in you. So if it's in you, let it out. Otherwise, shut up. Just stand up in here, don't say nothing, don't speak to nobody, just be a statue. Because you holding up progress. So if you said you're not gonna hold up progress no more, then the only way to not hold up progress, to cooperate with the kingdom, 
is to manifest that kingdom. So in my mind, on a daily basis, I'm, I'm looking to manifest. Like, I'm not, I'm not looking to uh, fit in. I'm not looking, because if, if it was for God to manifest the kingdom of God in everybody, then there would be no separation between children of God. Like, he, would, he wouldn't definitively define you as his child or claim you as his child if it wasn't something special that he wanted you to possess. So now you got a specific job that you got to do, so now you got to carry that thing out. And so now you can't be scared to ruffle feathers. Like if somebody draw a line in the sand, you got to be ready to step over that line. If you say, I can't go here, I beg to differ. You try to put me in a box, I ain't built that way. I can't, I can't fit in here, uh-uh. But you can't just be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to accept what they say about me because, you know, I'm supposed to be a Christian and a child of God, so I'm just so meek and humble. No, you're stupid. Because meek and humble don't mean you let nobody walk over you. You got to understand what words mean and what Jesus carried because he was meek and humble, but there was never a time that he let anybody put him somewhere that he ain't want to be. Which, which, which one of y'all? Like, it was no, like, I, like, say this. Say, I am, I am Lord, Lord of all. Ooh.